Hey, what is up? Uh, my name is Daniel, and this is my friend Aaron, and we are kicking off a brand new podcast. Um, don't know what it's called yet. It's to be determined. We're working on that. Uh, basically, uh, we want to just introduce ourselves and, uh, and then tell you a little bit why we're doing this podcast. I'll let you go first, man. All right. Yeah. What's up, guys? My name is Aaron. Um, I'm a young adult, and um, I'm, a, I'm a business owner. I own my own small business, and I've been going to, to the church that, that Daniel is now a preacher at, pastor at, and it's been amazing. Um, yeah, man, I don't know what we're looking for here on this intro, but... <laughs> Yeah, Aaron's uh, owns his own business, a media company, yeah. uh, and so that's why we're doing media because that's what he does. Uh, my name is Daniel. I am the next gen pastor at Awaken Church. We are in Round Rock, Texas, which is outside of Austin. Um, and yeah, the reason behind this podcast is that uh, we just want to create content that is meaningful for the next generation. So, uh, high school, college, young adult, like. We just want to create content that helps you navigate life, dealing with culture through like a biblical lens. Like, how do you live out your faith? What does it actually look like? And so that's really the space that we're in. We're just going to create uh, spaces to have conversations. Some days it'll just be us. Some days we'll get people who are smarter than us uh, to talk about certain topics. Good luck and so, with that. <laughs> and so that's what, that's what I think the thing that we're doing with this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the things we just talked about before this this recording was authenticity so that's kind of going to be uh the key we're, we're just going to be as real and authentic as we can because life is kind of messy and then there's some highs there's some lows and and there's some things that you have trouble navigating through and need help or maybe just some advice and so we're just going to be that person in your ear that's or right. in your car that's or right. at work turn us all the way up you definitely yeah. want to hear us yeah, in yeah. full volume uh, yeah, so like what he says, like we're not professionals. We're just guys trying to live authentic lives, um, chasing after Jesus, living in a world that has a lot of areas that you could fall or struggle with. And so that's yeah. really what we want to do. We want to be a resource. And so absolutely, uh, as we record this, we are in the middle of January, which means New Year's resolutions have begun. Some of them have probably already Man. failed. Yeah if we're honest. Uh, and so we just want to talk about that to start New Year's resolutions. What a better way to start off a podcast talking about resolutions. So here's the first question. Aaron, tell us about a time you set a goal or a resolution and it didn't work out and it failed. Yeah. Tell me a story. So man, every this this is the first year that my mindset has shifted on resolutions. And I think the word resolution is is just goes hand in hand with new year's right you hear your new year's you're like oh what's your resolution resolution uh in the past like e pretty much every year other than this you know i'm like man i'm gonna get in shape i'm gonna you know make a bunch of money i'm gonna you know do whatever the thing is mine has always been getting shape uh, i love like health and fitness and it's always been like a constant battle constant struggle for me is to just be as consistent possible as possible in that space but um yeah dude last year I wanted to, I really wanted to get like shredded, dude, like jacked and shredded at the same time. You know, the fitness space, it's pretty hard to do. It's pretty impossible to do, honestly, to do those things at the same time. But I was like, that's my goal. And of course, you know, like a week later, I'm like, wait, what? Like, oh man, like I shouldn't be eating this pizza, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I shouldn't be going out to Chick-fil-A all the time. But um, you think it's been a constant theme 
to just crash and burn on the resolution thing, man. And I feel like that's most people's problems. Yeah. Resolutions are hard. I, uh, actually the first week of January, I was talking to a group of students at a local high school and we talked about like resolutions and I told him the story that I heard. I don't remember where I heard this story, uh, but it was a gym owner. Right? And this gym owner is, uh, runs his own like local gym. So not like a, not like a chain, but like just a local gym. Yeah. And, um, there was a pastor that was one of his, uh, people like he would go there, work out, do all this good stuff. So he's been there a little under a year cause he wasn't there the previous January. So January 1st rolls around and this pastor notices that like, man, I've got so much uh, people in my way. Like, uh, free weights <laughs> are all filled. The treadmills are all filled. And on top of that, right. They have added extra cardio equipment. And so like, there's literally no room to do anything. And so this pastor, you know, being a pastor and having to navigate, like, how do I approach this? in a nice way, uh, approaches the gym owner and is like, Hey man, um, you know, we pay good money to be a part of this gym. I'm struggling a little bit with this like new setup. Like there's no room to do anything. Like a lot of people and the gym owner's like, man, give it. He's like January 3rd, January 4th. He's like, man, give it a week, give it a week, man. He's like, okay. And so, you know, pastor goes every morning and works out ever. And he's like, okay, like it's, people are still showing up day one, day two, day three, people are still showing up about like day five or six, right? We're 10 days into the new year. People begin to stop showing up and it's like a week later from when they uh, had that first conversation and the, and the guy notices, the pastor notices like uh, all the extra cardio equipment is gone. And so he goes and he talks to the, the gym owner and he's like, man, you were right. Like a week later and it's back to normal. And the gym owner is like, yeah, he's like, you know, the first year I was open my gym, we had this big rush and like, I was like, oh, I got to get more cardio equipment. Like, this is crazy. Uh, he's like, so I bought all this cardio equipment and then I had to return it all in like less than a month. He's like, it just was not functional. He said, so now I rent cardio equipment every January 1st for 10 days. And that's all I've ever needed to do since then. Wow. And it's just crazy because I don't know how much yeah. of that story was actually true, but it's, if you ever set one of those goals, like, you know, that's a real, that's a real thing. Um, yeah. 100%. Man. Yeah. Setting goals and resolutions is good. But I think what you were leaning into is that creating good habits. Yeah is Absolutely. better. Uh, and so, yeah, so I was telling this story to these kids, these students at a high school and they're like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like, you know? Uh, and so I think it's the same thing, whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual, whether it's mental, like the 10 day window is huge. And so as yeah. we sit here on January 18th, we say it kind of joking, but also really real. It's like there's already resolutions that have been broken. So how do we correct that? Like, how do we turn a resolution into a habit? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, man. So, um, it's interesting. I, I think the way that I've, I've heard it and the way that I've tried to frame it personally for me this year is to still take that resolution or that goal, but then you, you break it down into actionable pieces, right? So if your goal is to lose 20 pounds, well, like, how are you going to do that? I mean, it requires, you know, making sure you're eating right let's say, you know, five days out of the seven days of the yeah. week, um, making sure that you're going to the gym, maybe 30 minutes minimum a day for three to four days of the week. Um, and there's lots of other things that are required, but then you break it down and you're like, okay, well, what does that look like in the frame of a week? It's like, then you break it down even smaller. What does that look like on a day-to-day -day level? How can mm -hmm. I lose 20 pounds? But starting today, like what's, what am I going to do to lose 20 pounds today? Well, I can eat as good as I can today. 
I can like have reminders set around the house or on my phone say, Hey, remember that goal that you have. And then like, it's just, it's more actionable pieces instead of just having a vague goal that could go all in sorts of different. Yeah. It's almost like you're narrowing your focus on like the specifics of it. Right. Yeah. And so personally for me, um, one of my goals is to read more and it, and that's reading scripture and just regular books. And so, um, I do this thing called habit stacking. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? I have not explained it to me. So habit stacking is, is kind of like you put a habit that you want to start and you stack it on a habit that you already do, right? You put them next to each other so that it's easier to do the one you want to start. So like, for example, if your goal is to read the the Bible app every morning, then do it when you make your coffee because you're going to make your coffee every morning. Yeah. Or do it when you make your tea, you know? Like if your goal is to take your vitamins every morning, then put it next to your toothbrush and your toothpaste because yeah. you do that every morning. And so then it's visible, you see it, and it's you're going to do something that's right next to it anyway. So it's almost more of a hassle not to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, that's just one of the ways I've tried to do it. and That's and really good. I don't think I've working. ever actually heard of that but it makes a lot of sense of like i'm already gonna do that every day yeah why don't i put the thing next to it that uh i want to start doing that's really good i think uh that's a great way to do it i think something that in my previous life before i was working at a church i was a teacher yeah and so part of that was when you're doing teaching stuff you have to set smart goals for students mm -hmm. and so smart goals is an acronym uh right and so i didn't want to mess this up so i actually wrote it down smart goals uh simply meaning specific measurable, mm -hmm. achievable, relevant, and time bound. Right. And so yeah. physical, that's, I think that one's pretty self-explanatory of trying to set physical goals. Like you can probably fill those in pretty easily. Um, spiritual goals, I think get a little more difficult when you set them as smart goals. Right. Because so oftentimes it'd be like, I want to read the Bible every day. And then we get to like Tuesday and you realize, Oh, I haven't touched my Bible since yeah. Sunday. And you get a little bit discouraged and it's like, well, don't get discouraged. Let's just pick up the Bible and start fresh. Right. And so maybe like a smart goal for you, if you're not somebody who's ever dove into uh, like Bible reading, it's kind of like what Aaron talked about, like getting on a plan, like getting something that's done through like you version or an actual like paper devotional and put it somewhere where you are doing something very specific. Yeah. Something very measurable, something very achievable, right? Like how often do we sit in on our phone, like just like, you know, scrolling and scrolling. Like yeah. imagine if you did a devotional that took you a minute and a half to read. Like what if you did that first before you got onto Instagram or whatever? Right. Like right, those are things that begin to build these habits of yeah. a minute and a half is no longer good enough because I start reading something in scripture and it's like just comes to life and I'm like, oh, I want to keep reading. I want to keep going. Yeah. Right. That's how you start. You begin to build those habits very measurable, very like tangible things. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, that's really good. Uh, I would also encourage you to write them down. That's, that's what I was going to um, say. Yeah. Yeah. Writing them down, I think is huge. Whether you're a digital note taker, mm -hmm. I'm a digital note taker. My wife is not a digital note taker. She writes everything like on paper and journals and stuff. And so, yeah, that's me. Uh, that's a big thing. I think once you write them down, it's different when you start seeing it in print or somewhere posted. Um, yeah, yeah, those are, that's really three That's things good. off the top of my head. Dude, I, I got a couple more, man, because yeah, this has it. been something that I've been diving into this year. Go for it. Um, so write it down and be specific. So there's actually a book that I've read last year. It's called Atomic Habits. Yeah, that's and, a good one. And Atomic Habits is really good because it's, the word atomic is like 
it's really small, right? Like that's the definition of like an, an atom, right? It's micro, it's tiny, it's tiny, tiny. And so the whole point of this book is to make these small habits like easy, you know, achievable, like you said, and then you just want to build up these small wins and it, and it builds up your, you know, your confidence, your self-esteem. And you're like picking up this, this almost like a snowball effect where you're like, I can do this. This is like, this is looking good. This is your, I'm on my way to hitting that goal that I wanted to hit. So you write it down and you be specific. So tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m., I will read three pages of the Bible. I will read three pages of Luke chapter one. You know, very, very specific. Um, and another thing that I was going to say is like, start small. Because if you set these monsters goals yeah, and then you don't hit them, some some of that negative, I mean, those negative sure. feelings and this the discouragement can really shut you down and then stop you in your tracks. That's right. And then that leads me to the last one I was going to say is, is never miss two days in a row. Always make it a priority to never miss two in a row. Cause if you miss one, that's okay. The second one usually snowballs in the opposite effect to where you kind of, well, you'll forget about it for the rest of the week. And so what I try to do is I try not to ever miss two days back to back. Yeah. If I, if I miss and then I'm like, okay, I got the next day. And then I happen to miss again. It's not back to back. And you just got to remind yourself. I set reminders all the time. I have notes over there, like to-do lists. Yeah. And when you can visibly see yourself check it off for the day, it's a small victory and it feels yeah. feels good. That's good. I think that's a really good one. I know I have a to-do list every day too. And I even have to go back sometimes and be like, oh, I did this and it wasn't on my list. And so I actually put it on my list and I check it because it's like those little endorphin hits that like yeah. keep you going and keep you uh, on track. Um, yeah, that's those are really good things. Matter of fact, if I can figure out how to link stuff in the show notes, I'm going to link that book in there because that's a really good book to, if you're somebody who's struggling with like setting habits and how do you actually do that? That book's a really good read and there's a lot of really good resources in there. I think one of the big things that we haven't touched on yet that we want to touch on is this idea of accountability. Mm. Um, It is so difficult to set goals, to set habits and do those things alone. Right? So um, like right now I am training to run a marathon, right? There is, it is really hard some days to get up and go run, especially by myself. Yeah. Um, but I know that I have told people, Hey, I'm running a marathon on this date. And so people like check in on me, like, how is the running going this week? How do you, how's your body feeling this week? Like these things. And so they're holding me accountable and it makes it easier to go and knock out those runs that aren't all that pleasant. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Accountability is huge because it'd be so easy if you never told anybody, if you never did anything, just to be like, oh, well, it's not going to work out. Right. I think yeah. that's, I guess, one of the things like, you know, you're, if you're on social media and you're scrolling on December 31st, January 1st, you see everybody posting like, oh, I've got, you know, they're screenshotting their, their notepad or whatever. I got these goals. Yeah. Or I know the big thing now is like the word for the year is like, well, this is my word for the year. I think people do that in a way of like trying to, get accountability. Yeah, absolutely. Like if more people know about what I'm doing, then they're going to hold me accountable. Yeah. I would actually say go one step further and actually have a personal relationship with somebody to actually hold you accountable, right? So yeah. like you're in a church somewhere, uh, like where, where we are, uh, discipleship is huge. And that's just basically um, a relationship with somebody that is holding you accountable, mm-hmm. that is encouraging you, that is correcting you, that is just holding you accountable. It's accountability partner. I think that's huge. Um, also just like community in general, like getting around people who are chasing after the same Mm -hmm. things you're chasing after, who are striving to, uh, walk by faith, who are striving to look more like Jesus. Like those are the things that you need 
to have around you. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, speak to speak to a little bit of that accountability piece. Accountability is huge, especially like I don't know when you're when it comes to walking in faith and and trying to look more like Jesus. It's hard to do that on your own, and it's hard yeah. to do that starting from the bottom, right? Starting from square one, when you might not know what Jesus's walk looked like, you know. So having people who are in that walk currently and maybe a little bit more knowledgeable on on the context of like the scripture or whatever the case may be is super helpful because then they can always point you in the right direction. Um, I know me and this guy, we we do the discipleship thing where we meet up weekly and we go over either scripture or a book. And it's been honestly a game changer in my life. <clears throat> and I, I recommend it to everybody now. Like Because he doesn't it. like to read. That's why it's a I game changer. <laughs> it's a game changer in my life. My vocabulary is shot. It's skyrocketed. Um, no, but seriously, it's it's actually changed my day-to-day life, yeah. even though we meet once a week. And it's not necessarily this guy, although he's pretty cool, but it's it's the fact that it's somebody holding me accountable. And so like, it's for some reason, I feel like this is a common theme with most people. It's it's very easy to back out of the words that you give yourself. Yeah, that's good. But it's super hard to do it when somebody else is relying on you or when somebody else knows, like what yeah. you said. And I think that's why... Um, I like social media is because it's an accountability tool for me, but it's just a tool. It's not, it's not my only source of accountability. I, I meet up with him weekly and we, uh, me and my wife, we actually started going to life groups like, you know, a year and a half, two years ago. And now we're at the point to where we're actually, you know, blessed enough to be able to lead a life group. And that sense of community and sense of walking with a group of people has kept us in check, like making sure we're reading the scripture, we're going yeah. over our prompts. And also we're trying to walk like that. So we're not looking hypocritical when we show up to lead on Monday nights when we meet yeah. up in, in Round Rock. And it's that's been a game changer to our marriage. It's been a game changer to how I speak to anybody. And it's not like I would speak to anybody bad before, but like there's just a different mindset on the day-to-day life. Yeah, And it's been a game changer. Like I keep saying that, but it's it's the honest truth. I I recommend that strongly to everybody in my my circle, my brother, my brother-in-law, my best friend, and and my family, my dad, my mom, my sister, anybody, anybody I could talk to. I'm like, dude, yeah, find somebody to hold you accountable. You know, like especially in the word, but even if it's like a running partner, if it's a lifting partner, or if it's a just reading a book, like a book club, it's crucial. It's yeah. so it's so important. Community is incredible because when you actually think about it, like we as humans were created to be in community. Yeah. Uh, like we are better as human beings while when we're in community. Like that's just, I think you just look at, I look at scripture, look at stories, you look at relationships, like that's just how we were wired. And so when you are not in community, you're not having people that hold you accountable. You're not actually reaching the full potential that you have. Yeah. Uh, and so I know that's something that's really huge at our church is like getting people into life groups, getting people in discipleship relationships, like getting people connected because when you're connected, it's harder, like you said, to back out or to not do things like you've stated. Yeah. Uh, and so, man, that's, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. Accountability is great. The, the example I think of is like, you know, I think of school, I think about, I'll talk about high school and talk about college. Like in high school, you grow up with these people and you're going to class and school is not the funnest, you know, for most people, school is like kind of a dread, honestly. And when you're in school and you're in these classes with your friends, it makes it way easier to go to. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm going to see, yeah. you know, just, I'm going to see Daniel. Yeah. That's going to be a fun class. 
college, it's a little different because you, you don't necessarily have that from the beginning. So once you form that community in a class and you're like, oh, this is my math crew, you know, like this is the, these are the people that I know I can count on in math class to help me when I need it. It makes it easier to go to. Just imagine going to school and like, it would just be you and you and the teacher one-on-one. Yeah. How miserable would that be? Yeah. That would be awful. Boom, dude. You want to go to a classroom just one-on-one with a teacher? Me and you, bro. That's what we do every week, uh, man. That would be not great unless that teacher was like Mr. Feeney from uh, Boy Meets World. Oh, my gosh. I don't know about here. that. That's old school, man. Uh, no, that's really great. I think <laughs> like as you as you begin to like start a new year and if you're like somebody out here listening to this and you're like, oh, I haven't set any goals. I haven't set any resolutions. Uh, I think the encouragement is um, set some goals that are like attainable with the hope of moving those into habits. That way next year, it's your continuing habits, you're building onto habits um, that started off as goals. And I think like what you mentioned earlier is huge. Like you don't have to wait until Monday or the first of the month or the first of the year. Like you can start today. Like you can create a habit today and you can put that marker somewhere that you see it often and you're reminded of, oh no, I set this goal. Uh, And so maybe... Uh, maybe that's like where some of you guys are at and like, I just don't even know where to start. There's a passage of scripture that I want to share. That's going to list several uh, qualities that we as believers should take on. And so my hope is that as I read this, maybe you pick out some things that are uh, larger, like goals, larger habits, and then you can begin to create a plan. So I'm going to read it. It's actually out of Colossians. So Colossians chapter three, it says this, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, you must also forgive. And above all of these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So that's Colossians 3, 12 through 17. I think that's a great place to begin. Like, how do I build out habits? How do I build out goals? How do I build out these resolutions? Because those are the things that are important, like compassion, empathy, love, Harmony, wisdom, yeah, being thankful, whatever we're doing, doing it for the glory of God is like where you start. And so, absolutely, man, if that's you, uh, through that lens, like maybe that's the space where you just begin to like meditate on scripture. Maybe it's Colossians three for you. You do that, and you get a book like Atomic Habits, and you begin to merge those worlds together. Yeah, absolutely, uh, but don't do it alone. I think that's the that's the key takeaway. Is like we're not meant to do this thing alone. Yeah, absolutely. And and one last thing I would like to add is just it's easy to read a book, right? I think I think it's really easy to read a book. What the hard part is 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 applying it, right? And so whether that's scripture, you take what you read and <clears throat> excuse me, dang. You take what you read and you try to directly apply it as soon as possible. That way you can start developing the habit sooner, right? So like meditate on this and then try to take some steps towards whatever goal or whatever thing has come to you in that meditation or that that thinking process and praying process. And the same with like an atomic habits book. If you if you see a habit stacking tip in there, because that's where I, I got that tip, then try to implement it. That wasn't your no, nah, I feel like I'd heard that before. Nah, bro, I didn't make that up. What do you think <laughs> this is, man? I feel like I'd heard that before, but I was gonna give you credit, man. Roll with it. 
No, dude, James Clear. <laughs> Atomic Habits, James Clear. That's good. The Bible. Yeah, yeah that should probably be the first place you start. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I think there's just a lot of good resources out there. So here's what we're going to do. I think it's important as we have these conversations. This is obviously conversation number one. Uh, but as we have these conversations, I think there is always a space to have a takeaway. And so, mm -hmm. or, a, or a challenge, I, my personality probably prefers challenge. And so here's yeah. my challenge. And I think we both should do it. And so if you follow us on social media, you're probably going to see this at some point in time very soon. Cool. Um, or take your phone out and on your note, on your notes app. Uh, I don't know what they call it on an Android. If you're an iPhone user, it's the notes app, right? So if you're an Android user, don't listen to this. <laughs> just, no, kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. Take out your notes app. And I want you to think and pray maybe over the next 24 hours. Like what is one goal that can become a habit that you want to implement starting in 2023, right? So I've had some time to think about this because we started this. Uh, my wife and I had these conversations. And so um, one of my goals, one of my habits uh, this year is that every uh, week I am praying for an intentional conversation with somebody about Jesus, right? Mm. So that's a, that's a habit that I want to get into that takes a couple of goals, right? So like one of those goals is listening intently to conversations. That's a good habit to get into. Like that's something that begins with that. Um, praying without stopping, like we're command, commanded to do in scripture. Like that's not something that uh, I have not perfected that. It's not something that like, right, as I'm praying, as I am praying throughout my day, I'm having conversations with people. Like I am just praying that Jesus um, opens my eyes and ears to have space in those conversations to point people to him, right? So that's maybe inviting them to church. Maybe that's uh, inviting them over to the apartment for dinner. Uh, maybe that's grabbing a cup of coffee yeah, or yeah. like just speaking some truth and some life into them when they're going through something that's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's one of mine. And so like, that's the goal I think is writing these down because we know it's important to write these things down and then sharing it, right? And so write it down, share it on your social media account, maybe tag a couple of people that can hold you accountable in that. You can tag us if you're, that's cool. Friends bro. of the pod. I'll do that. Uh, I'll do that. Yeah. And so like I said, like, I think it's a tangible act to take these conversations and actually uh, maybe have some value to them. So do that. So we'll hopefully link the book in the show notes if I can figure it out, if we have a place to post this. Uh, yeah. Begin to pray and think about like, how do I turn my resolutions into habits, like making those yeah, yeah. things smart. And then the bold piece is write it down, share it share that note with somebody, share it on social media. If you're not on social media, share it with somebody through text or something and tag uh, your friends that can actually hold you accountable and then tell them like, Hey, I want you to hold me accountable. I want you to check in on me every week and see how I'm doing with this new habit or new goal that I've got. So uh, that's all I've got, man. What are you, any last thoughts before we no, sign That's off? it, man. I think uh, a goal for me and my wife is we want to start having our own like devotional time together yeah. as a, as a married couple. And that's something that we struggle with. And so having people like you and your wife, Lauren, and, um, even, you know, Josiah or Ryan or anybody else that can hold us accountable would, would be uh, super awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's it, man. That's it. Hey, re that's remember it. it is habits, creating habits over resolutions. Yeah. So create no more habits. resolutions, man. Um, no more resolutions. Get those out of here. Be Only sure habits. Like this on yeah. whatever. I don't know. We don't, know we don't exactly know where it's going to be posted yet, but yeah. hey, we are a work in progress. We just yeah. thought 
we got to have somewhere we can have these conversations that are meaningful. And so hopefully that gives you something. Uh, habits over resolutions. Don't forget it. Yeah. Your life will be better for it. This is the Red Table Talk podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I'm just kidding. It is not. This is, we'll figure out the name, but we'll come this back to you This is TBD to be determined. Yeah. Okay. It'll, it'll happen. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. If you're a young adult, if you're a high school, if you're a college student in the Austin area, we would love to meet you. We would love for you to Let's be go. a part of our community. Uh, reach out to us. We'll post this on socials and YouTube and all the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, That'd be cool. We'll grab some coffee or something. For sure. Coffee on air and he'll make it for you. Yep. I'll make it fresh. Peace out, dudes. All right. Bye. Later.